two books you need to read. This is Mac Voices. This week's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is a Mac Voices briefing on two books that I think you really need to pay attention to. The first is After Steve, How Apple Became a Trillion-Dollar Company and Lost Its Soul by Trip Mickle. The second is This Is How They Tell Me the World Ends, The Cyber Weapons Arms Race by Nicole Perlroth. Here in central Pennsylvania and for most of the northern hemisphere, These are the dog days of summer when it's really hot and you either want to stay inside or go to a beach or go to the mountains and do a little relaxation. And instead of taking along that trashy novel to kill a little time and aid in that relaxation, why not pick up a book or two that can really inform you or that you will enjoy and give you some information that you may be able to use or make good use of? And that's where these two books end. I can highly recommend both of them. It's been a while since I've done a book report, but here we go. First up is the book After Steve by Trip Mickle. As the title would indicate, the book focuses on Apple after the passing of Steve Jobs. It focuses more on the relationship between Tim Cook and Johnny Ive and how the company evolved. Yes, there are some Steve Jobs stories here, but mainly in relation to how Johnny and Steve interacted and how those interactions changed when Tim Cook took the helm. It is surprising to think that the dynamics between so few individuals could have such a profound effect on the world's most valuable company. You get an in-depth look at what made, and still apparently makes, Johnny Ive tick. He is portrayed as the quintessential designer, and plenty of examples are provided. There has been much speculation in all corners, including on Mac Voices, about how Apple products seem to sometimes value form over function. Johnny's apparent overriding desire for thinness at the expense of battery life on MacBook models and the iPhone are a favorite example. Even some of the design decisions made for Apple Spaceship Campus demonstrate Johnny's obsession for perfection. Even some of the design decisions made for Apple Spaceship Campus demonstrate Johnny's obsession for perfection, right down to the glass walls that were so perfect, so pure, they were all but invisible and caused injuries when people walked into them. You also get a better understanding of Tim Cook, what drives him, and why it feels like there's been such a shift under his leadership. With a focus that is radically different from Steve Jobs, there was an inevitable crossing of swords with Johnny's design priorities, and it all came to a bit of a head with the Apple Watch design and release. The reader finally gets the rationale behind the crazy expensive gold Apple Watch and the ceramic models that followed, among other stories over the launch of what might be Apple's most important wearable. While the author doesn't necessarily draw conclusions over who was right or wrong in most of these stories, there is an undertone that is reflected in the book's subtitle. In my opinion, some of the changes that drive that conclusion were inevitable when the unique vision of Steve Jobs and his partnership with Johnny Ive was no longer. But one can't deny that the road Apple has taken has led to even greater success. One last thing. The author himself acknowledges how difficult it is to research and write a book about Apple because of their culture of secrecy. In spite of that, he does a great job of creating a picture of the more recent Apple and what makes it run. 
I can't recommend this book highly enough, especially if you are an Apple enthusiast of any stripe. After Steve, How Apple Became a Trillion Dollar Company and Lost Its Soul by Trip Mickle is available in hardcover, paperback, and Kindle format, and also on Audible. The audiobook is narrated by Will Dameron and is 14 hours, 42 minutes long. It's perfect for summer activities where you want to be entertained, but not tied to actual reading. And I can tell you that that is how I read the book and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Old school device management tools like MDMs force disruptive agents onto employee devices that slow performance and treat privacy as an afterthought. Collide does things differently, though. Instead of forcing changes on users, Collide notifies your team via Slack when their devices are insecure and gives them step-by-step instructions on how to solve the problem. For IT admins, Collide provides a single dashboard that lets you monitor the security of your entire fleet, whether they're running on Mac, Windows, or Linux. That visibility makes it easy to prove compliance to your auditors, customers, and leadership. And by reaching out to employees via a friendly Slack message, Collide can help you build a culture in which everyone contributes to security. You can meet your compliance goals today by putting users first. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting this week's Mac Voices. If you're not quite as interested in Apple history or have already read the After Steve book, then I can strongly recommend This Is How They Tell Me the World Ends by Nicole Perlroth. This book, written by a New York Times reporter, walks the line between tech, espionage, and politics. Not the left versus right kind, but the nation-state kind. And it does so brilliantly. While most of us understand that there is an overlap of these three worlds, it can often be dumbed down by the mainstream media who are focused more on sound bites than delivering useful, in-depth information. The author helps explain hacking and software vulnerabilities and exploits, but goes beyond that, weaving in details of how they are used to do more than just empty your bank account or steal your identity. This book focuses less on individual exposure and more on the macro view of what it can all mean to the world on a global scale now, and in the future. You come away with a much deeper realization of just how vulnerable we all are to a wide variety of threats. The kind of realization that might keep you up at night. It did me. As you read the book, if you've been paying even a little attention to the hacks that make the news, you will find those here too, but examined in much greater detail, so that you understand how they fit into an increasingly alarming picture. I read this book at an interesting time, just as the war in Ukraine really got started and stories of cyber warfare were occasionally part of the reporting. It left me wondering just how much was going on that wasn't being reported on, either because so many viewers wouldn't fully grasp the implications or whether it was because those doing the reporting didn't appreciate the gravity of the situation. In short, you need to read this book to fully understand and appreciate the technological undercurrent of so many of today's current events. And if the technical aspect intimidates you, don't let it. The author does a great job of keeping things simple and focusing on the big picture rather than getting bogged down in the very technical details. This is how they tell me the world ends. The Cyber Weapons Arms Race by Nicole Perlroth is available in hardcover and Kindle from Amazon 
and as an audiobook available from Audible. The audio version, again, is how I read the book and is narrated by Allison Ryan, who did a fantastic job of injecting the author's emotions into the narrative without becoming overly dramatic. The audiobook version is 18 hours and 32 minutes and is worth every second of your attention. These two books will get you through the rest of the summer, no matter how you decide to consume them, and I think you will find them both enjoyable and informative. That's a Mac Voices briefing on some summer reading. I'm Chuck Joyner. I'll be back with more soon. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.